Hello, everyone. It's me again. My name is Alexis Donegan, and I am your host of the Ascend with Alexis podcast, where we are helping you to transform lack into abundance, okay? And in today's episode, we are going to be discussing the wonderful topic of deconditioning, y'all. Deconditioning. Deconditioning is so, so important um, in the sense that we need to condition, to decondition, sorry, in order to live our best lives, right? Um, This subject is literally the reason why a lot of us are miserable. We are unfulfilled. We are depressed, anxious. Um, It's all because we were conditioned to live life a certain way that isn't in alignment with who we truly are, okay? And so this is what we're going to be talking about today. And I want to start off by giving you all the definitions that I found on Google of conditioning. So one definition that I found was is to put into a proper state for work or use, which is kind of crazy because we are conditioned um in order to you know make money for these like same um like one percent of people so that was a a, um a definition that i found interesting (laughs) and then the next definition that i also found was the process of training or influencing a person or mentally i'm sorry of influencing a person mentally so that they do or expect a particular thing without thinking about it y'all and we're going to think about it now like we're going to some of this stuff that we've been conditioned to do we're going to bring this up to the surface and we're going to start thinking about it and it's going to help us realize why we are unfulfilled and we are living our lives out of alignment and that's what this episode is all about okay so man so if you don't know (laughs) what you all probably know We have been conditioned so much in society that we do not know who we are. We do not have any idea of who we are. And that's why I made this whole podcast in the first place. um, And so that we can live in more in alignment. And also because we want to be happy. Don't, I think we all want happiness. Like deep down inside, we want to be happy. We want to be fulfilled in our lives. And so this topic of conditioning or deconditioning is the perfect topic for this, right? And so I want to kind of structure this episode into talking about my own like deconditioning process um, because that's the only way I know how, right? Um, But just to get a, a little bit of background, we all know that we've all been conditioned to behave in a certain manner um, and it's to basically get into conformity with um like these higher beings um I wouldn't say higher beings sorry with who we would call like the elite um like the one percenters or whatever that you may call the people who basically control the world right um and they came up with these systems that we're currently experiencing. So the school system, the pharmaceutical system, the food system, they deliberately came up with these systems um, to basically get us in check 
and conditioning condition us to have control over us and over every aspect of our lives right and it has worked (laughs) it has definitely worked and you know now we kind of see people rising up out of this conditioning like just questioning everything everything we're questioning now and that's a great thing because we're realizing we're awakening (laughs) we're realizing like wait something isn't right I'm not meant to work for 40 plus hours a week you know miss my kids growing up you know not have fun not be able to just live and then just sit on my deathbed and say I didn't do anything for the rest of my life besides work and the work that I was doing was unfulfilling and it probably even contributed to the demise of my own health right and so you know this is why we're here and I want to talk about a a lot of like the obvious conditioning that you probably won't even know because as one of these or I wouldn't say no but you wouldn't realize it because as one of these definitions um state is is like doing something without even thinking about it and a lot of this stuff you're going to get like a lot of aha moments like wow I thought I was supposed to be doing it this way and so I kind of picked some stuff from my own personal life um that I can use as an example um in order to just show you how like some of this like these concepts that we've been conditioned to believe it won't be in one fit all one size fit all for everyone um, we are humans. We are all different. We are all made to do things differently. We're not made to do the same things. However, the elite, they have these like certain qualities or characteristics um, where about themselves, I should say, where, um, you know, they may be more left brain, which is about like logic, logic and action oriented. Um, and that type of um, that type of mindset basically dominates our world, although we all don't think or operate in that same way. So this is what we're going to be talking about in this episode. Um, I'm going to start by talking about this podcast and how it came to be, right? I didn't go after this podcast. It came to me. (laughs) And the conditioning here is that we must go after what we want. We must chase it, right? We must go after it, right? That's all we're told in order to be successful. And that isn't true. Unless you are like a manifester um, in human design, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a lot of references to human design, but unless you are a manifester, you are not supposed to go after what you want. um and that's really opposed to what society tells us you know they say if you want some go after it you're making it harder on yourself um and the whole purpose of the episode is also to live in flow like we want to live in flow like we don't want to stress ourselves out we want this to flow right and so back to me doing this podcast like I wasn't thinking about doing a podcast but people kept kept saying like you know you should talk about this more or you should start this podcast. And even my astrologer <laughs> um, kind of like gave me like, oh yeah, this is in your chart. Like, why not? And so I'm like, okay, 
people are keep telling me to do this. I really don't mind doing it. It's something that I wouldn't mind doing. So, you know, my my gut is saying yes. It came to me. People keep asking me about it. So why not? And so this is what I mean by um, not, you don't have to always go after things, y'all. You do not always have to go after things. Um, it's okay for stuff to come to you. And we are conditioned to go after things when majority of us, about 90% of us, that is not how we actually um, become successful or in alignment in this world, right? So that was like crazy to me. Like when I found that out, I'm like, wow, I don't have to go after anything. And I always talk about this um, on my social media, but I always say like how, you know, I'm a CPA, I'm a business owner. And when I like go after clients, like when I hop in their DMs, um, when I like approach them, it never, like, I swear, like, it's probably like a 1% (laughs) conversion rate for them being, you know, turning them into a client. However, when the clients come to me, man, I probably close them about 70% of the time. So you're telling me that I don't have to put up all this effort that I'm putting up and I can just sit back and let clients come to me and I'm more successful that way. I was doing it all wrong because of my conditioning, right? And we're here to decondition (laughs) y'all. So if that's something that you relate to um, where, you know, when you go after stuff, it doesn't resonate or it doesn't, um, you don't see success in it. It's probably because you are meant to let things flow to you. So if like you're a generator, a manifesting generator, um, even a projector um, in human design, you are meant for things to come to you. And even if you are a reflector, um, it's the same way as well. Um, the only way you are meant to go after things if you are a manifester. And you will find success there because that is how you are meant to operate in this world. So it's not wrong for a manifester. It will actually work for you. You will probably not see success if you just wait around, you know, <laughs> until something comes to you. So that's one thing that I wanted to bring to light and how this podcast came to be. Um, another thing, um, I'm not meant to plan ahead. Um, and let me say this, a lot of this stuff I'm getting from my um, human design chart and it's really just confirmation for me. Like, oh, I knew it. I knew I wasn't supposed to be doing it because it makes it's so much hard. It makes my life so much harder and life isn't supposed to be hard, right? We're supposed to flow. But anyways, um, I'm not meant to plan ahead. Um, and what that means is this podcast, for example, I'm actually using what I'm teaching y'all <laughs> right now. Um, I would usually... In the past, I would want like a script for everything. Like, if it was me now, I mean, if it was me back then doing this podcast now, I would probably have like a teleprompter up here <laughs> talking to y'all. But I noticed that when I am kind of too structured, I mess up. Like, I really mess up. Um, however, when I maybe like have an outline, so like me right now, I just have like a, a general outline of what I'm about to talk to you all about, just so I won't forget, because my mind be everywhere, y'all. <laughs> um, but just so I won't forget, but I'm not like scripting this at all. It's just coming, 
is coming from the top of my head. You know, I have like three, a three word um, sentence just so I can remember it. But I realize that I do best when I'm just spontaneous and I'm talking, right? And it's not scripted or else if it's too scripted, like I'm going to mess up, like I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> so that's one place where I am um, conditioned in. Another place um, I am conditioned in, well, actually this is not me, cause, but I wanted to share this because it may relate to a lot of people. Um, so as you all know, I have a daughter. <laughs> And on social media, you know, I see a lot about how, you know, you need to put kids on a schedule. Like, they need to be on a schedule. They need to be have routines. That's how they're going to be successful. That isn't true for my daughter. And I thought it was because people were telling me this. People were conditioning me with this, saying, you know, that's how they'll be successful. That's how they would thrive. But, you know, I'm looking at my daughter's chart. And it says she doesn't do well with routines. Like, she's not going to go to bed at the same time every day. She's not going to wake up at the same time every day. And she doesn't, okay? She doesn't. How do you know I know? Because I am designed for routines. And when she wakes up or goes to sleep, when it's all off my schedule, I get a little a little frenzy. Thankfully, her dad doesn't operate well on routines either. So, um, he kind of helps, he helps out with that, definitely. Um, but yeah, she's not made for routines. You know, sh- me, I can go to bed at the same time every day and wake up at the same time. Her, she might go to bed at 11 one day, 1 a.m. the next day, and 8 p.m. the day after that. So um, she isn't designed for routines. And I noticed that it puts more stress on us, y'all. We're making our lives hard when we're trying to do what society is telling us to do. She isn't designed for that. Um, and so we were just stressing ourselves out. I was stressing her out, I'm sure, by trying to make her go to bed when she wasn't ready. And I was stressing myself out because I was getting frustrated with the fact she would go to bed and I'm over here sleepy, <laughs> right? And so, you know, that's, one way that we are conditioned so if you can relate to that and you you're like i don't do well with routines you know people keep telling you to you have to do that you got to get up at 5 a.m work out at 7 a.m do this it may not be for you let it go (laughs) y'all let it go when i bet you when you find out some of this stuff like you're gonna be like thank god i was trying to force it and then once you let it go, it's just, I don't know, it's like a wave lifted off of your shoulder, like how it is for me. Um, another thing that I want to get into, so I talked about the school system. Like the school system is the number one conditioning environment that we have. It's literally the number one, right? It's conditioning us for the nine to five um, job. I'm pretty sure you all know that. Um but it's making these like young children starting at the age of four or five go into these classrooms sit down for eight hours a day pay attention go through these subjects they may or may not be good at and then expect everyone to do well and as you know you know we have a lot of kids that are being diagnosed with diagnosed with things like ADHD right 
And what ADHD is, I am not a medical person, y'all, so I'm sorry. But it's basically like when you can't sit down, um, when you have trouble focusing on one thing. The problem is, is that some of us aren't meant to focus on one thing, okay? We're just not. Some of us are just not meant to focus on one thing. Some of us have a lot of energy that we need to exert. Um, and so the school system, they're trying to get you to be a certain way. They're trying to get you to sit down. They're trying to get you to think a certain way. And it may be a way that you aren't designed to think. So the school system is like the number one conditioning tool that we have. And, you know, a lot of people, they say they don't do well in school. It's because the way the school system is set up is like this this one this one path right it doesn't really um cater to all different needs of a student or children and so you will find some some um some students who excel in school because it is a part of their design and the part a part of their personality but a lot of the times you see a lot of kids like not excelling at all and we think there's something wrong with them. And we don't realize it's really something wrong with the school system. The school system isn't designed to cater to all personalities, all designs, and all types of people, right? Because they want you, they want you to live life a certain way to benefit them, right? Um Rockefeller is the inventor of the school system. If you all don't know, I would suggest you all, um, I would suggest you all research it. He said that he doesn't want a nation of thinkers. He wants a nation of workers. And so that is what the school system is designed for. And so, you know, how this manifests is, you know, you have some students, they can't sit down in the classroom. Um, you have some students, they're really good at one subject, but they suck at the other subject. And um, you also have some students um, who just learn overall differently. Like they need more like hands-on experience. But we're just having all students just sit down at this desk, mem memorize this stuff. And also they don't, they, they just want you to memorize. They don't really teach you how to think. They just want you to memorize stuff <laughs> all the time. But um yeah, it's just not designed for everyone. And that's where a lot of our conflict arises right there in school. And that's where a lot of our self-doubt, where our lack of self-love actually stems from because we're like, damn, we're not good enough. And it's just not true. It's just that the school system is designed a certain way to keep people, um, to have control over people and keep them in check. And so, you know, a good example of that that I already used is, you know, we may have a student who's really good, um, let's say, at English or history, but he sucks in math. And instead of you like, instead of us highlighting, oh, this person is really good in history and we kind of cultivate that, we go and hire a math tutor. And all it does is it kind of makes the child even more frustrated because now they're realizing, oh, I'm not good at this. And now they're focused on the fact that they're not good at something instead of focus, 
focusing on the fact that they're really good at English and history. And so what this does is it creates self-doubt. And this self-doubt follows us through the rest of our lives. You will be amazed at how things that happen in our childhood, it could be one little instance, but that one little instance made us feel bad. And it literally just keeps manifesting all throughout our all throughout our lives and this is why we have to decondition right this is why it's so so important to decondition and we when we decondition we actually find our gifts and find our talents and find how we are meant to operate in this world we are all meant to operate differently we are not meant to operate the same y'all we are not meant to operate the same i said this before we can go and look on Instagram and we see these people online and we don't really even know if they're successful or not. Um, and by success, I define success differently than most. Um, success to me is just happiness, fulfillment, a, a joy of life. <laughs> um, but we look at them and we're like, we try to like copy them and it doesn't work out for us because we aren't meant to do it. And then if it does work out for us, we have to exert a lot of willpower, like a lot of hard work, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, a lot of like stress that is put on our body that doesn't have to be just because we're trying to be something we're not because we aren't taught that we are all uniquely designed for a reason, y'all. And we do a dishonor to ourselves when we don't honor who we truly are. And so that's why I love human design, because it's like, yeah, you're not supposed to do this. You're supposed to be this way. And then you confirmed it with it. You confirm it with yourself. Like, damn, you're right. Like, I do notice when I do it this way, I get better results without um, all the effort. Um, and so, you know, that's why we're here. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about, because a lot of you can probably relate to this, too. Have you all ever, like, had a goal? And you hit the goal and you thought like you would be like so happy, like, yeah, I hit this goal, like, yeah, 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 I did it. But instead, you just felt like emptiness, like even a little sad. And I've personally had experience with this, um, with me getting my CPA license. So I am a certified public accountant. And you know, just a little background, I feel like my identity was very much tied to that credential, just like not even the work itself, but just having that credential, like having that comma and the CPA behind my name, my ego was very much tied to it. And so when I got it, it felt like nothing. Like I, I wasn't as happy as I thought I would be. And human design is showing me that it's because I'm not really someone that is meant to go after goals, right? I find, I personally find happiness in the process. Like I had fun studying for the CPA exam, y'all. That's funny. A lot of people don't have fun, but I actually had fun studying because it was like a challenge to me. I like, I don't know. So for me, it's like the process. It's like the experience of getting there that is so fulfilling to me and that's why I made this podcast now because I want you all to see my my process like I'm doing it so why not share it? and I know you all can benefit but I'm just someone who finds joy and happiness in the process of things in the experience of things and not so much the end goal now this isn't to say that you may not be fine 
with having a goal because like I said, y'all, don't forget, we are all uniquely designed. Some of you are designed to have a goal and then um, go after it and accomplish it. And you will feel fulfillment that way. But me personally, I found that goals are not for me. Like um, what I'm probably better off doing is having like little small habits every day. And I find fulfillment in that habit. Like when I was studying for the CPA exam, I would wake up a few hours before work um, at 5 a.m. and start studying. And I don't know, it just made me feel good that I was doing that at 5 a.m. every day like I was sticking to my habits so if you're anyone like me you probably don't do well with goals but you do well with habits because you're more of a person that likes to enjoy the actual process instead of the end goal and but yeah like I said that that CPA um this the title alone not necessarily the work like I love the work it's just my ego was tied to the title um and I didn't get what I thought I would get out of it but um I realized that I do like the work but I could care less really about the title so that was one thing that I learned there another thing in business y'all this is another thing so if you if you are a business owner you will get a lot of like ads like at least I do about like what you should do as a business owner you know they're like you know you should be doing this as a business owner you're doing this wrong and one of these things is a a niche a niche a niche i don't know what you call it i'm going to call it um a niche i'm going to call it a niche (laughs) i don't know but like um they they tell us to niche um in our business and what that means is we kind of have a specific audience that we target. So, for example, for a little bit, I was specifically targeting um, investors, people who invest in real estate. And I'm a manifesting generator. I realized that I get bored easily. Like, I'm just doing real estate. Like, I'm looking at real estate transactions all this time. Like, I need a little variety. And so what I found was that niching isn't for me. Niching is not for me, y'all, um, because I get bored easily. Like, I have to switch. I have to look at something new. That's what I liked about my job. I was an auditor. Like, I had different clients in different industries. Like, I got to see what they were doing. Like, I, I felt fulfillment in that area. But if you tell me to, like, I have to stick to this certain industry, I get bored very easily. And so what I found was that a niche isn't for me. Like, I can kind of broaden it. So, like, niches are very specific. Like, um, I'm targeting real estate investors who are trying to lower their taxes, right? Um, Instead, I can just target, you know, small business owners. Um... I can target small business owners who are women, as an example. So that's a more broad um, aspect where I can actually see into different industries and not get bored with my work. So that's just one of the ways that I was conditioned to be a business owner. And like I said, you actually may be good for niching. Um, This is just me. But like I said, y'all, we are all uniquely designed. Okay. So I wanted to put that out there. Um, and 
I want to kind of tell you how I went about this just to end off this episode. Like, just figuring out, like, where am I conditioned and where am I? Like, this is actually me. Like, I use human design. I kind of talked about that in the beginning, but I use human design. And how human design works, um, there are nine centers in human design. And we either have defined centers or we have undefined center so a defined center is basically where we have like consistent energy like the consistent way of doing things and undefined is when we are um it's not a consistent way of doing things it's more so like what environment or the people that we are in how they kind of we kind of like sample their energy in our defined area so it's really not us it's just us just sampling their energy um for example i have a open g center so g center is all about identity right um it's all about identity and direction mine's is open which means i don't have a consistent direction in life <laughs> and it sounds bad um but it, it's not it only sounds bad to you because we are conditioned to think a certain way like we're supposed to know what we're doing that's another conditioning but i am mine's is open which means i don't have a certain direction or um like identity in life like i'm always changing based off of who i'm around and so because my identity center is open, it is prone to conditioning, right? It is prone to conditioning by whoever I am around the most. Um, or, yeah, it's just prone to conditioning whoever I'm around the most. And so when, and that's not a bad thing, um, unless it's giving me a hard time with my flow, right? Um, and so I might be with someone and if I'm operating in the not self, we call this the not self in human design. It's essentially like we're trying to be something we're not. It's not us. And I'm meant to have different identities. I'm not meant to have one direction. And when I am in the presence of someone, say this person, they want to be a singer. And I'm around them all the time. But because my identity center is open and I don't have this one direction, I think I'm supposed to be a singer too. And I make my life harder because i'm over here like okay i need to go and sing when really it's not me and so what i do is i decondition those specific areas like every sensor has a certain theme to it so that one was all about direction and identity and so decondition is all about figuring out what's yours and what's not yours um now that's an example of like a open center or, or an undefined center, we kind of use that interchangeably. It's a little different, but it's basically the same thing. Um, a defined center of mine is my heart center, which is all about willpower. I have a consistent, um, I have a consistent, um, ac I have consistent access to willpower, which means like I, I can have a lot of drive. I can get things going. And, but when I'm in the, presence of someone who doesn't i can actually accidentally condition them into thinking that they have to have this lot a lot of willpower when majority of people actually don't have um their heart center defined actually i think it's like 70 percent of people don't 
have that hard sense to define, which means 70% of people don't have access to consistent willpower. And it can make them feel like they are inadequate, like they're lazy, y'all. A lot of people say they're lazy all the time, but you're not really lazy. It's just, it's not how you are designed. And so um, with me being aware of that, I kind of am aware of not conditioning people to think like they have these superpowers, like they can do anything because I know like once they leave out of my presence, then they feel like unworthy or like they're lazy or a failure um, when really it's just not how they are designed. So um, that's kind of how I use human design to decondition my different sensors. Um, like I said, each sensor, there are nine, they all have different themes. And some of them in my chart are undefined or open. And some of them are defined. And like I said, your open and undefined sensors are where you are prone to conditioning. And so, um, you know, just figure out what's yours and what's not. Like sometimes, well, a lot of the time we know what's ours and what's not, but we're still trying to copy what other people are doing. But this episode is to serve as a way for you to live in alignment with your true nature, with your own flow and your own design so that you can be more happy in your life, live a more fulfilled life um, and a life that is easily flowing. Um, And so I will end this episode off here. I hope it was helpful. I hope that you could resonate with my examples, um, even if it's from the opposite end. Because like I said, y'all, what did I say? We are uniquely designed, right? So how I operate may not be how you operate. And that is perfectly okay. That is how it's supposed to be. So I hope you all got a lot out of this episode. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for watching. I'm so grateful. Um, for listening. I'm so grateful um, to you all um, that you are here and you are listening to what I have to say. And please stay tuned to next week's episode where we are going to be talking about how to balance entrepreneurship and your divine feminine, y'all. So I know I talked a lot about um, our conditioning and, you know, For some of us who are a divine feminine, how do I kind of balance, um, you know, getting money or getting clients or doing well with entrepreneurship? Well, next next week's episode is going to be all about that. So stay tuned. And again, thank you for watching and I will see you next time. Bye bye.